Hello and welcome to the film show. How are you guys we, uh, listening at home and also the people next to me, Brian and Dee? How are you? Good. <laughs> and how are you, Owen Renane? I'm very good. I have been itching to talk to you about, uh, we're still in the afterglow of the Oscars. Yes. Yay, uh, glowing. There was a couple of nice surprises. There sure was. One that made me exceptionally happy, considering there was a... A, a wager. wager. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. I said <laughs> that if this Paris... This is Brian about to explain how he chick- ended up chickening out. Hold on. You're bebearded, Brian. I am bebearded currently. Uh, however, by the time this show goes out, I will be no longer bearded. Smooth as a whistle? Smooth as a baby's arse. <laughs> Although, you know, like, is the inference that, like... You know, there's just no hair in a baby's ass. Is that is that what it is? I think it's the smoothness because they're all chubby. You know how they have their chubby little baby legs. Yes, they are hairless. Sure, they are hairless. That's why. Well, I that too. That. But I think why the does smooth that need to be inferred? I don't know. Well, it's just I've always wondered like what was the etymology of that. I'm digressing because I, um, <laughs> I still have my beard. But basically, what happened was I placed a wager and I said if Parasite wins Best Picture, I will shave off my beard. Now. Clearly, since this is a podcast yeah. and it is of the audio medium, mm-hmm. it would be ridiculous to have five minutes of... We could have got an MP3 loaded up. But like, we would have, we would have talked that. while you were shaving. You could have, but like yeah. people listening at home would have just been hearing... While you're talking, that would have been really <laughs> annoying. It probably would have been. Yeah, it would have yeah, been really, okay. really annoying. So, what we're going to do is, is I'm going to go yeah. home after this has been recorded. Uh-huh. I'm going to shave all this off. And then... You're going to live stream this? I'm, no. I'm going to put up on Twitch. Yeah. No, um, I'm going to shave it all off and then I will post a picture of my newly shorn face so, however yeah i have to keep my mustache ah for contractual reasons for contractual for... reasons for a live event which i am not at liberty to discuss just wow, yet mysterious yes but um yeah so i have to keep the mustache but i can shave off okay all so that will make sense nice middle ground nice middle ground was right? it worthwhile are you happy to have I'm seen fucking parasite delighted yeah, I'm. I don't know about how you feel about it, but I'm fucking delighted. I was so so happy. I yeah. think it's such a more worthy win, and it's funny. Like my dad actually saw it um, two nights ago, and he called me yesterday because he was just so so excited to talk about it. He was like, "I don't even want to read your review or listen to the podcast yet because I just want to digest it and come well, up with my yeah. own ideas," which was really cool. Um, the other win I was really excited about was Bong Joon Ho winning for best director because I, I said. I said that he would win and Brian was all like, well, the the DGA, 90%, 90% of them have been right. And I'm you like, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you Bong Joon-ho will win Best Director. I, did I did I say that, Brian? D, D, you know what? I am, in this instance, I am so fucking happy that I have been proven wrong. I yeah. am delighted. I'm, I'm even happier, Brian. <laughs> well, um, well, then we're all happy. You're correct, D. No, but I mean, uh, no, but in all seriousness, like, and I know I said this last week, and I'll just reiterate the point. This will just tell you how much of a shock this was, right? And this is, these are hard figures. Yeah. 90% accuracy rate for the DGA. 
90% accuracy. Since 1943, I think wow, it was. Wow, I thought it was like 12 years of stats no, or something. Jesus, no. It's like literally since 1943, it's something like seven, uh, f- seven winners of the DGA award have not gone on wow, to win yeah, Best yeah. Director at the Oscars. And like, you're talking, God, I think it's like, <clears throat> Argo was, was the last one where someone won at the DGAs but wasn't even nominated for Best Director. Oh, like, really? Mm, yeah. That was yeah. the only time that happened? I think so. I No, there was like two or three times that might have happened in the 60s, 70s. But like this trivia. But it's it was a massive upset, like 90%. Like, they, like check the fucking odds on it. Like, it was just, yeah. there was no money in it. Like, there was no bet in Bong Joon-ho winning Best Director. Now, Best Picture, that's different. Like, the the success rate prior to this was like 67.7%. Yeah, and you said, you said at the time that's really high, but I was like, it's not that high, though. I mean, it's not 90%. It's high. not 90%, correct. Why it's didn't not we 90- get down to the bookies? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually wish I'd put money Same. on Bong Joon-ho. Same. Because I felt really, really sure he was going to win. Now, 1917, I was kind of like, yeah, that'll win. Yeah. Like, yeah. I did think that, but I really, really, really thought Bong Joon-ho was yeah. going to win for director. So you are a gambler then, D. Well, clearly not, because I didn't put money yeah. on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually, you know, seriously, I know, like, I put my beard up as a bet, but I've never actually placed a, a real bet in my life, ever. Me neither. Not even at, <laughs> not even at the horses. No, Just never. heard the lols. No, oh never. wait, sorry, I, I did it the horses. Well, did you? Yeah, yeah. I've, like, never, I've, I've never filled out a piece of paper where it's like. Yeah, like, I did a it as a like... kid, picking which color jersey. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even pay it's attention the to the of, stats. Uh, and it was one of those things where, like, your dad gives you a tenner, and you're like, "I'll put a pound on him. I'll put a pound on the pink one." And on the pink one, <laughs> one of the pink ones is bound to win. And this then you won like, big. That was I, the I first think, mistake. I did think I won for one. Um, <laughs> I feel so like, I, why do I feel so like I, I'm watching Uncut so Jam? <laughs> so I got back like five pounds or something. <laughs> just imagine like a young D with like those like tinted glasses and all the rings on her finger. Like, oh, oh my God, let's bet on this. There's no fucking bet on this. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's a real guy. KJ, what are you doing? You gotta be stretching out, huh? In fact, are we going to even play the clip? You made me laugh oh this morning. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have to play this clip. I will, Charlotte, I will send you this clip. Play <laughs> Charlotte this Charlotte looks so suspicious. I really like, think what? there's going to be some kind of copyright. Oh, no, 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 no. They won't. They won't. They totally won't. Uh, I found this online and it's fantastic. It's basically uh, Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear uh, doing the scene from Uncle James where he's like, let's fucking bat on this. <laughs> this is mare. This is how I win. Play it. You want to win by one point or fucking 30 points, Fozzie? Right? I see you out there when the stadium's fucking... stadium's booing you. Okay, you're you're 30 up. You're still going full tilt. Let's see what Vegas... What, what, what has Vegas gotten you guys at tonight? Take a Are look. you seriously going to pull this up here right now? Waka waka? Look at this shit. The Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight, they think. I don't keep track of none of that shit. Who gives a fuck? Waka waka! Eating on game seven, you're not going to get fucking, fucking 18 points. I don't think you're going to get eight rebounds. You guys don't know shit about me. Waka waka. Doesn't that make you want to fucking kill him? Doesn't that make you want to fucking say fuck you for doubting me? Doesn't that make you want to fucking step on fucking Elton Brand's fucking neck? Come on, Fozzie. This is no different than that. This is me, all right? I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. This is me. This is how I win. 
Ah, Kermit, what are you bloody like? <laughs> huh? I don't remember that in the Muppets. Although, like, you go back and watch, like, the Muppets, like, some of them were pretty dark, like. They, they were always weird. pretty uh, pop culture Yeah. They were always on the money with, like, I remember when they did uh, Seinfeld Babies parody. Right? Yeah. I just have that theme stuck in my head. Seinfeld Baby. I used to watch um, Muppets Tonight on TG Catter. Same. Yeah. Same. That was a good one, yeah. Sorry, I'm just doing weak That's the old one. The We Are the Muppets Tonight was the new one. Give me more of that. I can't remember. It I was just Muppet's remember Night was the guy who was, he was purple and he had it's like the dreadlock. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the words, but it's some beat Here come the Muppets, here come the Muppets tonight. Something like that. It's a good podcast. It's a great podcast. Any other Oscar surprises? I actually can't believe Sam Mendes. Like, if you had to pick somewhere where it was going to, obviously Deacons took for cinematography, but... Mm. I thought all the other directors would be like, this is our man because yeah. it's such a technical yeah. feat or whatever. But I do think that um, Bong Joon-ho absolutely made the right step in his um, Oscars speech, um, giving right. a call out to Martin Scorsese because then yeah. he got that kind of round of applause. And yeah. you could see he really appreciated it. Unlike Eminem's performance, which he looked like he was about to fall asleep. <laughs> Did you see that? You could just oh, see him. He's I like, did not see that. This is a brilliant. Oh, so oh Like, God. it's a second, but he's just like glaring and almost falling asleep. So he's kind of angry and just so I didn't sick see, of I the, didn't see glaring. <laughs> I saw it. It looked to me more like your dad falling asleep. Yeah. And like, kind of like, it's like, Dad, you want a cup of tea? And he just like kind of nods. He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. poor Marty, yeah. yeah, sleepy Marty." I mean, like you know, like he's 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 an old man. Like <laughs> he is an old man, and he's sitting down on a chair, and it's probably very warm. Uh, and they've it been be there for hours. Yeah, they've been there for hours. Like, I is it a nightmare to attend? Oh, I'd say so. I would say it's hell. Yeah, I would say. I I do know that they actually have to hire in people to fill out the seats. Oh, and that because what, people feck off to the bar. Correct. Yeah, people basically just get up out of their seats and go to the bar. And then... <laughs> Did you hear about that happening with Lewis Capaldi? We had to go running. No, someone thought he was a seat filler. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but like, very funny. They were like saying, oh, no, no, we don't need the seat filled. And he was sitting there like, what? I'm a celeb. <laughs> What's their criteria? Like, that wasn't at have... the Oscars now. That was at a... It was at the Grammys or something? I think it was the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Seat yeah, filler. Yeah. To be fair, though, like, Lewis Capaldi, like, he like he doesn't have the look. He has the head, yeah. He has the big head of, like, I'm just walking <laughs> off the street. And I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> cool. Yeah, he should be working in GameStop or yeah, something. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, I, I, I see him behind the counter. CX, not in fucking <laughs> Grammys. He, uh, it's a good gig, though. I'd love that gig. Really? Seat filler for the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, my God. Seat filler for anything. But you kind of have to, like, you're only sitting there for a couple of minutes and then you're kind of getting up and going around again, you know? That's the bit I'd probably, yeah. Yeah. I might have to refuse to get up. I don't know. Like, I've been at Make a Make a name of, for myself. I know, but, like, I, I don't know if you've, I mean, like, award shows strike me. I've, unless you're up for something, they're very boring, like. Name your top three most boring categories from this year's Oscars. Uh, boring how? Is it boring as in like, I don't care about this? Or boring as it in like... It can either be always boring or exceptionally boring this year. The actors. Yeah. <laughs> the actors and the actresses. Because it I was so on rails. I didn't think so that they rails. were boring, but 
like everyone who you thought would win would win. Yeah. Um, but I still thought they all kind of gave, you know, having done so many speeches already, yeah. <laughs> I thought um, they delivered quite good ones, particularly Joaquin Phoenix um, giving a shout out a to his brother. Bit, uh, confusing or something. There's a bit yeah. all over the shop. I genuinely think that she had kind of run out of things to say, which yeah. would happen with these things yes. because it's like how many this is like her sixth or seventh yeah literally for winning for judy Thanks. Um, um i mean even laura derns her best i thought was when um she gave a shout out to her mom i think that was when that was with the, the golden globes oh was it yeah yeah because her mom had won in the same category oh. um that was for alice doesn't live here anymore i think um so that was kind of her my favorite one of hers that she yeah. did but yeah i mean like when they're giving the same speeches over and over. But I mean, generally, I thought there were some really kind of, you know, nice moments. Um, I loved Olivia Coleman's. Um, and uh, she presented the award. Was it for Best Actress or Best yeah, Actor? Yeah, Best Actor. They yeah, swapped, and she, was, they? she yeah. was talking about how, well, she came out and her hair was all grey. And she was like, this is what winning an Oscar does to you. <laughs> and then she said... You know, this time last year, it was the best night of my husband's life. <laughs> she was just so, so funny. I'm like, I'm so happy that we gave her an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. She was gas. Jeez, she's really felt the success of it, I suppose. Mm. Well, good, good for her. Yeah. Good for fucking her. Sophie like. off Peep Show. Come on. Best like. actress. Like, fantastic. Like, that's, that's Oscar winning actress Olivia Coleman. That um, is the best thing class. about the Oscars sometimes is that the people it turns up or whatever. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think Parasite especially, mm. we've been over it. It's no, yeah, like I'm I'm genuinely delighted at one. And like mm-hmm. it's so rare that I've like I'm, I've been covering the Oscars now for the last, God, professionally for the last like, I don't know, seven years. I'm delighted. This is the, fir- this is the first time in the seven years I'm like, Finally, they fucking mm. actually picked the right one. Like, what? no, because like so often is the case that like, I mean, think about last year was Green Book. Green Book, yeah, yeah. Green Book. Like, what? <laughs> the? I remember walking out Green Book. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Grant. It like, was a film. It was a film that had. It was hard done by last year. Jesus, who wasn't? Um, I mean, last year was like um the favorite. Yeah. And, uh, oh, there were a couple of other ones. Basically, Best Picture was, there were a few in the running there. Yeah. I just can't remember any off the top of my head. I do remember The Favourite and Roma was last year Yeah, as well. Roma, I think, was the was in It was the tipped running. as well, it was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a heavy favourite. Like, But yeah, mm-hmm. well, like when Green Book won Producers Guild, everyone was like, huh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, And then when it won Best Picture. Lowest common denominator. Just the most basic bitch 90s fucking Oscars <clears throat> yeah. like driving Miss Daisy like that's just what it was like and a lot of people are saying that this year's Oscars uh, Parasite did very well off how on rails the other ones seemed to be yeah. that it was almost like all the Academy rebelling against how boring they knew the show would be or do you think that's credible I don't know how I would call that well I mean like you know the, how the way it works is, is that it goes to produce uh, they initially the long list the long list yeah is only given to people who work in that field except for best picture best picture anyone can vote on it yeah um so best picture will always be a little bit wider if you know that kind of mm-hmm. way but having said that you know producer the producers guild award the reason why that's so kind of um 
uh, what's the word? A good a good signifier is is that basically if you have produced one single film, your amount you can join the guild and you can vote on it, and like you can okay. have actors, you can have actors in it. And you can have directors. Who are in producers, it. or yeah, you can have actors who are producers and directors <clears throat> who are also producers, and they can vote on it. So it's kind of a bit more of a broader church than, say, the Screen Actors Guild, where it's only actors yes. who vote on it. That's why, you know, Screen Actors Guild award is it's basically a lock. If you win screen, if you win the Screen Actors Guild for best actor, best actress, chances are you're probably... The other actors liked you a lot. Yeah, the other actors mm. liked you enough to get you straight into the Oscars yeah. as well. Like so. I remember which one, actually, just because I'm looking at the list now for last year. I wanted A Star is Born to Win. Yes. I still think oh, that that was yeah. my favourite one of last year. But also last year, um, just to refresh your memories, is the year that Bohemian Rhapsody won everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. it w- Last year was fucking weird. Yeah. This movie industry is crazy. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh my god! All right, it's wild, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Network was was network was great. I love network. Ever seen it? Have yeah, you've seen yeah. network. Have you? Have you seen network? I haven't. No, you haven't. No, it's really good. You should absolutely I've watch it. I've seen the Social Network, hey. but I think that's a different movie, different film, different title. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but generally podcast. speaking, it was nice that. Having been so disappointed with the nominations and how little kind of interest or diversity was in there, it's so nice seeing Parasite come away with everything because yeah. I wanted it to. <clears throat> what else did it win for again? So it got original screenplay, director, best picture and international feature. So four Oscars. Not bad. I tell now, you. 1917, I think, won the most. No, Parasite won four. 1917 I won. I know it won a few technical. Won three. Three, uh, yeah. Three in the technicals, yeah. Yeah, and I know Joker won, obviously, best actor. And I think it might have won music as won well. Won best original score, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Could not have won that, yeah. yeah. Was Renee the only Judy rep? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Bombshell won... Best makeup. Makeup and hairstyling. Ford v Ferrari got a couple of technical ones, yeah, which I was delighted editing. about yeah, because yeah. the sound on that is just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it won best editing as uh, yeah, well, possibly. Yeah, it won best sound editing. I know that. I feel like it won one other. Did it? I'm curious. And Little Women now. was nowhere. It Little got um, costume. It did get costume, did yeah. it? Oh, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, and Once Upon a Time won Best Production Design, which I think was deserved because yeah. like, it really did look evocative. Very, very evocative. I was right, by the way. It was one. editing and sound editing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Right. Okay. And then mixing, I feel like, was... Was that Joker? I'm so confused. Yeah. It's hard to remember the smaller ones. Yeah, the, the kind of the, the technical ones. But um, what was he saying? Yeah, it was an Irish woman. Uh, that's what on I was Once thinking. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was cool Jill one. Beecher. She was the assistant art director. What a gig. Yeah, what a gig. We'll right? have to get her on the phone. Jesus. Yeah, she would have been good. And Emer <laughs> Noon, of course, composing as well. She yeah, really, give us the background there. Yeah, so Emer Noon, for anyone who doesn't know, she is a... Uh, uh, classical music composer. She's done stuff like World Worlds of Warcraft. She worked on Overwatch as well. Big video game. Big big video game composer. Yeah. Same Metal Gear Solid. Dare I say? No. Different woman. Different. You're thinking of I feck. I can't remember her name, but yeah. she's a singer. The one you're thinking of. Yeah. Um. She did the best is yet to come, which was on Metal yes. Gear Solid. Uh, one. One. Yes. 
Um, but no, yeah, Imre Nguyen, yeah, so she was the first uh, female composer to actually lead the orchestra during the show, and she was brilliant, and she was wearing this big gold dress thing that was uh, it was an Irish designer. She looked class. She looked class. Yeah. Yeah. And she had like, you see the braids Thanos. in her hair. <laughs> yeah, she had the, but she had the braids in her hair, like the, the like the Celtic warrior thing. Yeah. Like, it was very, very cool, yeah. yeah. And she's really sound. I've talked to her before. We interviewed her a couple of years ago when she was over doing a thing for the Legend of Zelda Orchestra. Yeah, thing live in the Three Arena or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was, the, um, it was the Irish Design and Game Music Festival or something like that. But she was really, really sound. I was talking to her about John Williams for about like 20 minutes wow. she was like she was like I say, you met, she says you met John Williams she was like yeah I know he was amazing I was like she was like she was like talking about who fucking starstruck she was about John Williams like was some, it was class like so yeah really really cool really really cool wow. Money yeah. Money yeah. Money yeah. Money we always Money. need a little rep to me fucking fair play to us anyway I was punching it's time for movie news Movie news. Go on, the lads. One piece of news today: the hunt. Uh, we just saw the trailer for. Mm-hmm. Tell me all. <laughs> I mean, Brian wrote up the news piece for it, so I I'm gonna pass it to you because I think you know a bit more about the controversy yes. surrounding this. But my basic idea of it is that when the trailer originally came out the timing was just terrible because there had been like a couple of mass shootings mm-hmm. in America or something yeah. is that right that's yeah. basically it yeah so essentially what happened was there had been two mass shootings back to back in the US and then this trailer came out for the hunt and <clears throat> not to uh, get too political or anything but oh. uh, right wing media in the US basically had a shit attack and thought that the hunt was basically like their kind of uh, fantasy that wealthy liberal elites were going to eventually start murdering the uh, deplorables who voted for Trump. How could you not think that? I mean, how could you not think that, right? I mean, that's just like, clearly that's what the film is about. Duh. Seeing as how they only saw a minute and a fucking half of the film in the trailer and they just extrapolated this entire... I don't think I saw the trailer the first time around. Is this... It's the same trailer. A, no, it's a different... The one that came out today, or on Wednesday, yeah. I should say, is a different trailer. And mm-hmm. it's really kind of poking fun at the controversy. It opens with, what, the, the movie like everybody you, has an opinion on? The yeah, the movie, scene. yeah. It's, it's like the, the most controversial movie of the year that you haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Fair exactly. enough. And like, then it's a scene with um, Hilary Swank and Betty Gilpin. And she's all like, did you really think we were going around killing you people? And he, she's like, but yeah, that's exactly what's going on. She's like, that's not true. And it's like fake news kind of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, like what I would say about... I wonder, did they actually go and reshoot this? <clears throat> I'd say they did. It would not surprise me in the slightest if they reshot some of it in the wake of this to kind of heighten up the satire of it a bit. Yeah. Mm. But like, in all seriousness, it just really speaks to how fucking stupid Americans are. <laughs> D, I apologize. I know you are American and you have a passport, but it really does speak to how fucking stupid American culture is. That they can... <laughs> Watch a minute of a half and automatically decide that they're going to hate this and that they're going to just completely have an aneurysm. The hunt got cancelled. And like the fact of it was, was that like you could watch this trailer. I don't know how they saw this because you could watch this trailer and immediately get this is satire. Yeah. This is Mm. a complete rip to piss of, you know, how divided America is and how kind of violent it is and 
you know, the, 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 the dichotomy between rich and poor and how, you know, the poor constantly seem to vote for the, in, in against their interests. Yeah, sure, You know, that yeah. sort of thing. And it's just, I, I, I remember the original trailer was like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I, I like satire. Yeah, shit, I could watch this. And then, like, two days later, it's like, oh, my God! <laughs> like, Donald Trump is tweeting about this, and it's gone crazy, and oh, my God, and it's everywhere. It's like, yeah. where, like, how do you, like, it was gas because somebody made the point, <clears throat> I think it might have been Vulture or somebody like that, but they basically said, had this been released during the time of Obama, or literally any other president, yeah, this would have come out, got pretty middling reviews, and maybe would have gone to Netflix and you probably would have picked it up in a bargain bin DVD yeah thing. yeah you would have watched it and that would have been the end of it like yeah. the, that's the exact point is that this movie could have been made or released at any time there is nothing that I have seen in this yes. trailer which is saying this is a commentary on yeah. Trump's administration if there's anything, nothing the in there is a little more yeah. kind of tapped I mean, into politics exactly yeah. I mean there's the purge there's Hunger Games there's um, whatchamacallit the Japanese Battle one Royale. Battle Royale Battle Royale just last year, um, whatchamacallit, um, what's it called? Ready or Not? Hide and Seek? Oh, yeah, yeah, Ready yeah. or Not, yeah. Like, literally yeah. the same concept in that she's, like, just married into this super wealthy family. They have this crazy hunting, hunting tradition. Yes. She's constantly, like, you know, she's trying to kind of survive this whole thing. And there are points where, like, she could have been saved by someone, but they keep, like, abandoning her. And she's just, like, fucking rich people. Yeah, So yeah. that whole... Like idea that concept is nothing new, yeah, and yeah. it's not meant to be a commentary on yeah, kind yeah. of today because I mean it's true for kind of all ages. So yeah, why are you being so sensey? I'm not even that <laughs> as well. But like Damon Lindelof, he did this interview with a THR, and he basically said, "Oh, the reason we did this was because." Uh, so wait, hold on. He's written it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Damon Lindelof and Nick Hughes. These are the two guys who worked on uh, Watchmen, the HBO series, yeah. which if you haven't seen, get the fuck on. Really it's fantastic. And he basically said that, you know, we watched Get Out and we were like, oh my God, social satire. You could totally like make a kind of joke about like, you know, the Hunger Games and how divided America is. And you could just pour that into this kind of thing and make it a kind of a Get Out sort of style yeah. thing. And that's exactly, that was the inspiration as simple as that and then it just snowballed into this entire thing like it's currently it's going to get a release in the US on March 13th as far as I know there hasn't been any that may have been announced now but um, there hasn't been any Irish release date or like okay right. is this Universal <clears throat> yeah yeah we, we, we'd we find out soon enough from them I'd yeah. imagine if it was a smaller studio there'd be less <clears throat> sure, talk less of it thing. but I'd so imagine they we'd don't hear keep stuff soon. like this to themselves no so no no, no not at all no no god no I mean I would imagine this is going to get an international release but I'm just it's, I, I would be curious to see how this will do here because yeah. we don't have the baggage that Americans have yeah. and also as well we have that kind of the remove of like we're kind of looking at it from a distance and being yes. like sort of like how fucking stupid are these people that yeah, they keep yeah. doing this shit? Like, do you think it's uh, it's gonna get boycotted in the US? 
Probably. And I'd say they're probably the damage has been done. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, they're really kind of leaning into the whole this is a controversy. Like, at the same time as uh, that trailer came out, and Brian, I know you included this in your article on site on entertainment.ie, but they released the poster for it as well, which is a pig, and basically all these quotes from various publications like, this movie shouldn't exist. It's despicable, disgusting, and all of this. Great marketing. It's really, really well done. I mean, like, that's why I think a lot of people kind of lean into it because I haven't seen a movie kind of marketed like that yeah. since I'd say Mother was the last mm. one where they used all the shit reviews yeah. to basically promote it. Like, see what all the fuss is about. Because even you know? it reminds you, it's a funny one when movies get tapped into culture like that. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm thinking that springs to mind is The Interview in the US, which yeah. was a pretty oh, middling yeah. Seth Rogen yeah. movie. But it almost became like people's civic duty to go see it. Mm. I remember it hearing one, yeah. that when they showed that in the Alamo Draft House, apparently people actually stood up and sang the fucking US national anthem before it. As a kind of anti North Korea thing. Yeah, as a protest or something like that. It's just like. I haven't seen it, but only because I've heard it's kind of crap. That's it, yeah. So that's exactly <laughs> it's not it. a good movie anyway. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like, and I, I would not surprise me in the slightest if it turns out that. The Hunt is an okay film. Yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, and the thing is as well is that Ready or Not last year it was actually really, really good. I was so excited to talk about this film, yeah. get people out to see it. No one actually went to it in the end. And I bet you what's going to happen is more people are going to go see The Hunt, but it's not a good movie. Sure, Based on yeah. a similar concept. I remember concept, your review, so. yeah. yeah. you were really I still positive. haven't seen it. Honestly, you she guys... into that family. You guys would really enjoy it. Like, it kind of takes twists and turns but generally it's like really like it's so much funnier than you think it's going to be so much more entertaining you think it's kind of just a like straight up like horror and that it's just the concept but really there's so much more going on to it and the characterization is just brilliant in it as well um that's also why I want to see Knives Out now because I feel like those two might have some parallels in terms of like the characterization no it's it's genuinely the top of my list I have Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman for movies that have been out in the last few months that I still have to see. Hey, don't give me that look. I could name about 20 films right now that either of you guys haven't seen. Do it. Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gobsmacked because those are the one of the few movies I've seen. <laughs> No, Knives Out, you're going to love it. I know I am. I just haven't had time. It's yeah. a much better position to be in. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll wait till it's out on DVD and then... It is it. out on DVD, I think. I think it might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, No, but I'm not, I'm not saying it to be funny. Like, I think it's actually out on Blu-ray. I like, probably have Knives Out on the top based on the fact that also it's not three hours long, which is part of the reason yeah. I haven't watched the other two because I'm like, just fuck that. Yeah, you know? the pair of them, yeah. Too yeah. long. Jesus which one feels longer, Irishman or uh, Once Upon a Time? felt longer. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It really did. And I'll even tell you, I watched, I was, over the past three nights, I've been watching Heat. Oh, when Amazon are you not Prime. watching Heat? Like, actually, <laughs> fuck you. I haven't watched Heat from start to finish in a in good long while. At least six months. No, it's been at least like a year. I at also least. had to watch um, Heat over like three settings. Yeah, that's it's it. It's too long. It's too long. But like, no, it is. It is a very, very long film. At any like, one time, you've got to be able to drop what you're doing and watch Heat. <laughs> 30 seconds flat. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Um, but yeah, no. Class film. Class. Over a few nights, you said. Three nights. 
Three nights to watch. Three Heat. nights. It's three not a long film. It's not a long film, but it was more kind of like I was getting I think into it. Was about three hours, though, it, no, it? it's a three hour long film. Yeah, yeah. Heat. Heat yeah, is three hours. That, that yeah. flies. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a great film. <laughs> but, that's, but that's it. No, but like you look at like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I did not feel the time go watching that film. The Irishman I did. Now, maybe, I thought it had a few lulls now, maybe. Once yeah, there. maybe. But like, I mean, I suppose the fact that The Irishman is about the passage of time and how, yeah. you know, aging comes to us all kind of yeah. thing. And it's about legacy and stuff like that. I suppose you're meant to feel the time in The Irishman. Whereas yeah. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's more kind of like you're hanging out with friends and you just don't yeah. see the time. They're not by. your friends. <laughs> I know that, but I mean it in the sense of like, that's how it's supposed to come across. God, D, stop shitting on it. I do have a lot of time for movies that are like that, that are kind of like... movies. No, more like generational, like... Uh, oh, yeah? Like even something like Place Beyond the Pines or something. The Irishman yeah. kind of has that where it's like, oh, we have moved through a few different eras. Yeah. But like, maybe we'll see more of that now. It's always a bit. I always kind of get a bit annoyed, not annoyed, but like a bit like ugh when they um, when they make it really obvious. You know, like I think we're like we're in the eighties, and like yeah. suddenly it's neon everywhere, and everyone's mixing Rubik's cubes, and like what about once upon a time? It's like, once upon a time is not that it's it's like it's subtle actually it's, how they go about it. It is subtle, but like subtle in the sense of like. Yes, this was in the 70s or like the late 60s kind of thing. Like it was that loud and it was that crazy. It was Hollywood like. So it was yeah. clearly going to be that, you know, full on like. But, anyway, talking yeah. about a movie I've seen. Oh. Here's our movie review. Wow. <laughs> she, she totally ate your lunch. <laughs> Please don't eat my real lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Movie reviews. Can we do the jingle now? Movie reviews. That's right, listeners. Movie reviews. Welcome back. Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. You didn't let me steal your. Don't worry. No, you can. Absolutely. It's okay. It's okay. I'm. It's okay, man. It's okay, man. You're doing a great job, host. Don't mind her. Fuck her. Okay. Don't mind. I've seen Sonic as well. Um, Did you see Sonic? The CGI was good. Uh, No, I haven't seen it. I did. I thought you liked the screen, and I was like, I didn't want to go on if we're all going. Oh, I just no, thought we've talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman in previous podcasts. Yeah. So let's move on, yes. especially given The Irishman didn't win anything. So. Yeah. yeah. And again, I'm glad Marty got that shout out. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. He deserved a bit more attention this season. Or did he? I don't know. Ah, whatever. Tell us about Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so you guys will probably remember the first kind of furore that came about Sonic was over the whole um, original trailer, which came out last summer, I want to yep. say. Very um, upsetting trailer. Yeah, very really. upsetting. <laughs> the design of Sonic was just not good. He looked really fucking creepy. Teeth, um, teeth, yeah, yeah. The individual teeth freaked me out. <laughs> I, I Also, his beady eyes. Mm. I don't know. I just he, he just looked all wrong. Um, and it's funny because like it almost reminds you of the whole reaction to Cats, the trailer, except in one case they were like, you know what? We hear what you're saying. We're going to scratch Sonic and redesign the whole thing. But in the case of cats and everybody being creeped out with the uncanny valley they're just like yeah. no we haven't finished it yet it'll the final product will look way better and it's like no <laughs> it, it <laughs> the was final done. product was yeah. much much worse but it's actually it's, it's funny you say that because i i think cats f- at its fundamentally it was did you a, see cats in the end no <laughs> but no but i'm insane but i'm what i mean but is, you put it as your worst movie of the year yeah but you wrote that 
Um, no, but um, what I mean is, is that As like usual. No, but what I mean is, is that like cats uh, was fundamentally a bad idea from the start. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was fundamentally a bad idea. Like there was no way that could. Like, but go Sonic back to its wasn't. Inception, <laughs> but, no, but like, but with Sonic, I could see that being kind of. It's it's a cartoon character. Yeah, you know yeah. that kind of way. It'd be like Bugs Bunny. Like you could absolutely see a Bugs Bunny live. Oh action Oh God, movie. please don't make a Bugs Bunny live action movie. I know technically they they've made Space Jam, oh, Space but Jam, I mean, yeah. but that's not like making him all CGI and stuff. I think he had a teensy bit more shadows on him or something. Did they make him a little bit? Basically, a bit. Uh, they basically did a Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and that worked yeah. way better. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so I saw Sonic the Hedgehog, and really, the CGI looks so much better in that, like, yeah. it wasn't noticeable. If you get what I mean, like Sonic just looked the way Sonic was meant to look, as opposed to me. The whole thing that I felt during Cats was like discomfort. Like I could never settle into the movie because the CGI was like just throwing me off yes. so much. Whereas this one, I was. I just kind of I only realized every so often oh yeah Sonic was going to look way different and yeah, like creepy and yeah. stuff you know so it was just um, what you were used to from the games like yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. or I would have watched like um, the TV series yeah did anyone else yeah oh, Sonic yes. he can really move <laughs> Sonic <laughs> he's got an attitude like, um, it's, it's we're, so... we're doing way too much singing on this no one. more singing Charlotte oh. actually opened with my singing in last yeah. week's podcast which I was very embarrassed by because yeah. I thought she was going to cut that out <laughs> I was, was like Charlotte was, what have you done what was like, your rendition again um, oh it was um, this man's world oh yeah that was it yeah because we were talking about birds of prey and like Dee was giving me shit beforehand about something and she was like this is the man's world how does it go we're not getting into it. So, in terms of it as an actual film, it's just okay. So, obviously, a lot of it is based on the whole dynamic between Sonic and James Marsden's character. And he plays, like, the local sheriff. And he's the only one who knows, like, he's Sonic's exist. He's a lovely exists. man, isn't he? He's, he's a nice man. man. He's so nice. And you he's so handsome. With his butt chin. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Um, but yeah, guy. but basically the whole idea is that Sonic has um, he's had to kind of flee to Earth because back on his home planet, people were trying to get him so they could get his power. So he's been hiding out on Earth and he's kind of been stalking James Marsden's character a bit and like following him around okay. and like watching him through the window as he like watches TV, like with his wife and stuff. Um, so he kind of knows lots about James Marsden, but James Marsden right. doesn't know anything about him until Sonic is on the run again because Dr. Robotnik is after him and he goes to this sheriff Remind and he's like, us please, you have Dr. to help Robotnik. me. This is what I've been looking forward to. I'm building up to that. Oh. But first, <laughs> so the whole dynamic between um, Sonic and Tom, who's the sheriff, it is kind of something that you've seen before, like the whole buddy relationship. There being like one annoying, like kid-like character and the one the one being mature, like, can we not just get on with this and do our duty and yeah. stuff like that? But eventually, like you know. <laughs> but eventually, like a friendship forms and all of that. Um, so it was fairly typical. And I did find Sonic quite annoying, <laughs> even though um the kids seemed to like him. But absolutely the best thing about this movie is Jim Carrey Class. as Dr. Robotnik. He is so, so good. And he is so Jim Carrey. He's just like 
wacky and delivering all these like hilarious lines and doing like his quirky kind of little physical bits. He even does a little dance at one point. And usually I hate when characters dance in movies. (laughs) But in this, it was kind of like adorable because it's Jim Carrey and he's just so deliciously evil he has this assistant who he's constantly abusing it's just (laughs) oh it's so much fun every time he's on the screen everyone like i was at a pack screening about everyone just lit up adults kids everyone there's so much goodwill towards him as well i believe and i mean the fact that he's like back and like you know it's been like how many years like 30 years since kind of his heyday in the 90s and he comes back and it's like Never lost a beat. Never lost a beat. Like he's back with that exact kind of level of energy and everything. And even like when you watch him kind of talk about getting involved in Sonic and stuff, he sounds like he was genuinely like really excited to be a part of it. And you can absolutely see that in the film. I'm still so confused as to how they, they must have just said you can have free reign or it's a fun character or what? I mean, there are certain bits where like you can tell like, okay, well he has to deliver that line, but he is given a lot of free reign. And besides the whole like, you know, obviously there are certain bits which are plot (laughs) and exposition, all that boring stuff. Um, But I mean, just because like, you know, you were talking about it before, Owen, about how you're always curious to see actors talk about kind of shit movies to see like how they defend them. Weak (laughs) junkets. Exactly. But when like Jim Carrey is talking about Sonic, he just, he he loved doing it. And you that absolutely translates on the screen. Um, So what we need next is a Dr. Robotnik movie. That is absolutely what we need next. Fuck fuck a Sonic sequel. We don't need it. I (laughs) hope so. I mean, it sets it up at the end. Um, like that tails will come into it he's like. still around I think if this does it in any way half decently they wouldn't have put all that work in without mm. getting a sweet sweet sequel yeah no I would definitely think that like they are gonna make a sequel well again depends on how much money makes but like you could easily see them make a sequel and throw tails in there like and yeah. bring Doctor Robot like I mean it is the kind of thing that can just run and run and run yeah like, because <laughs> Sonic hey! <laughs> I wasn't even trying to make that joke yeah. um, but I'm sick <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, just fell into it. But um, I do love Jim Carrey when he's going full tilt crazy. Like, because mm. I saw one of the junket interviews he did where he actually displayed, he was talking about how, um, he was talking about The Grinch. Mm. And the whole story about The Grinch was, was that he said it was one of the toughest films he ever did. And the reason was, was because... The makeup. The makeup. He was in makeup for like five hours or something. Got like in every morning yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But like it was like morning and night yeah. to take it off again. Just wow. It sounded like the most painful thing. And they even had to bring Mitch... Uh, um, what was it? Glazer. Uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard and the producer. Uh, right. Uh, had to bring in a CIA specialist in torture to actually talk him through it and give him kind of how to survive the people fiddling with your face yeah just isn't just being like being strapped into a chair for five hours like and being poked at like how do you survive it and stuff like that what is the secret the secret he said was was literally was breathing and smoking was literally that and he used to have this long stem cigarette thing that he used to smoke no way calm yeah but (coughs) the reason why i bring up the grinch was was that when he was doing one of the junkets for Sonic, he showed how he was able to contort his face into the Grinch. And it wow. is, you should look it up. It is fucking horrifying mm. the amount of facial control he has where yes. he's able to just like crunch his, like literally fold parts mm. of his face in and elongate it and then like 
Wow, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, even better than Tim Curry in Home Alone 2. Like, even, like, just <laughs> incredible. Like, you need to see how freaky it is with no makeup. And it's just mm. him in a junket set up and just folds his face. Yeah. It's, weird. it's like when you see, um, is it? Is it Stellan Skarsgård who was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, when he does that. He, yeah, when he does it like without makeup, like he just, because he can do that weird creepy smile. It's so weird. You just so have to tilt weird. your head forward, do you? Yeah, okay. just like tilt your head forward. And like, no, but it's not uh, just that. It's the way he like curls his lips and he makes that actual kind of triangle almost. Yeah, yeah. With just his like front teeth pointing out and then like his bottom lip is like real pointy. Like it is kind of a proper like yeah. skill, I think. Yeah. It's That's creepy. especially with Kerry though. I think like the bottom line is he probably is the best physical comedian mm. of our generation oh definitely yeah definitely and I thought done. he was done I thought he basically like that's the thing I like this film I was like oh my god is he back because that would be amazing we'd be lucky to get one every second year out of him I'd say I'd or... say so I mean, like, I'd love to see him back. I can't wait to see this just for that. Like, yeah. I mean, he said that like he would do. Or Morgan Creek, the production company, said, "Look, if he wants to do a third Ace Ventura, we'll make it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we, like, because they own the rights, they're like, we will absolutely make oh my it. God. But like, the thing of it is, if you go back and watch the first Ace Ventura, they're fucked. They're oh, crazy. It's so it is so like it is not aged well at all. <laughs> it's like it's really transphobic. The second one as well has not aged well. Sexual. No. It's really like kind of. Oh, racist. it's a bit colonial. There's certain is it? bits in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. There's a bit at the end as well, which is just like oh. oh it's no. where he comes out. Oh, of the, the he rhino. gets he slept with the yeah, chief's yeah. daughter and then, or something. And then he's like, they can tell, and and all I could think is, what's going to happen to the chief's daughter now? Yeah, no, it's like that. <laughs> like, it's not Ace's problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's what it's, is the second one? Uh, when, when nature, nature calls. calls. Yeah, but what what's the tune from it? It's like, oh is God. it like? It was always that kind of like. Yeah, I will need to yeah. Google this. Yeah, no, it's a good podcast. It's a great podcast. But I, I mean, is it? Uh, it's, if Jim Carrey wasn't involved, would it be as good? Probably no. not. No, It'd not at okay. all. It, he absolutely elevated it. Yeah. It would be just down the line, okay, kind of average family movie. He absolutely brings it to Detective another level. Pikachu? No, yeah. definitely not. I thought Detective Pikachu was very kind of eh. I, I thought that P- Detective Pikachu, honestly, the main issue I had with it was um, it was totally all over the place because at one point, Ryan Reynolds was kind of allowed to do his Ryan Reynolds thing and it's almost like he'd be reminded... It's the kids thing, Ryan, bring it in. So he was like reining it in, but also being himself. And it just, and then there was that twist at the end, which was just a bit Yeah, of a that was a bit, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a bit much. So, I mean, I thought that the effects in um, Detective Pikachu were very impressive because yeah, it yeah. genuinely All looked like, and stuff, it yeah. genuinely looked like there were Pokemon in our world. And I was like, I want to go, <laughs> let me go. Who would your Pokemon be? Um, I know you say you want Psyduck. I don't know. Oh, I thought I want Psyduck. Oh, you'd be great. <laughs> you'd probably get a. I know. I know which. I know which one <laughs> is. You, you gaseous. I know boy. which one is like my spiritual Pikachu. I uh, sorry, my spiritual Pokemon. So I might just go with that one. What is it? Snorlax. Uh, and then and I then and then he give me a big cuddle. <laughs> You're meant to sleep on his belly. And we yeah. can go nap together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I'll go with Snorlax. You go with a Snorlax. Yeah. Well, I was always Charmander. And oh, I really? Stand so by that red loyalty. Yeah, I could see that. Even yeah. though I also got blue, and then I traded with myself. 
Is that so you get all 150? The, yeah. yeah. Charlotte, were you ever into Pokemon? No. Just like, it's like <laughs> the I, look of I hate how cool Charlotte <laughs> is there. Just like she was like shaking her. She was like, no, I wasn't into Pokemon. <laughs> you idiot. You nerds. Final shout out for Sonic the Hedgehog two. The poor VFX artists who had to probably do yeah. hundred hour fair, weeks. Fair play to them. Really they have could to pat say, themselves on the back you know? a year later. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely worth the long haul. And actually, just a final point to bring it around, and I would I'll end on this. Um, I thought that bit that that joke they made, um, James Corden and Rebel Wilson made about uh, the Cats VFX artists at the oh, Oscars. Oh no, I didn't see. Yeah, that. they basically came out and said, as members of the as members of cat of Cats, we know the importance of VFX and like ripping the piss out of the shit. Wow. VFX. Oh, but did you hear the the all the VFX team who worked on Cats? <laughs> Got on Twitter and they're like, hey, you know what? We worked fucking 16 hour days and we're yeah. all fired at the end of this. So how about Holy go fuck yourselves? shit. And they were saying like, you know, um, VFX can only do so much when the story is so shoddy. Yes. So they were kind yeah. of throwing it back. And it's that, not like they're off fairness, making up the... Yeah, and in fairness, they have a very good point. It was not just the special effects. Correct. It was it's there a was terrible a terrible idea. It was, there was a very... There were several issues with yeah. Pats and one of them was the boring as F yeah. story. Yeah. And also you know? I feel like if you're working as a VFX artist on that, you it's know. kind of like being a Facebook moderator or something. It's, it's like just, they should get counseling or something yeah. for having to work on those shots. It is. It is, like, it is like trying to paint the fucking Titanic. Like <laughs> you just I know mean, what this are you, thing is going down. What are you down. supposed to do when the director comes <laughs> to you and they're like, I want cat people, you know? Like you got to. Can you make them half sexy? <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of Jason Derulo's dick. <laughs> oh my God. When Idris Elba came out, I was traumatized <laughs> because he wears a jacket for most of it. And then for his final number, he takes off the jacket and it almost looks like naked Idris Elba, but it's not because he's all smooth and he's a cat and all this abs are gone. And I'm just very it. confused. <laughs> I was left dance? so confused. <laughs> I, I still get confused when I look at Idris Elba. In real life or in cat form? Oh, like like if a picture of him comes up on my feet. Which it does regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. You mean listening? Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good podcast. <laughs>